This Week in HPC by Intersect 360 Research. Watson builds a smarter movie trailer. And Facebook AI runs amok. It's This Week in HPC. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening into another episode of This Week in HPC with Intersect 360 Research. I'm Addison Snell. That's Michael Feldman, editor of Top500.org, who distributes our podcast in partnership with us. Michael, This Week in HPC, we've got a couple of stories that are both on artificial intelligence and one's kind of to the good and one's kind of to the bad and they're related in terms of ai getting away from ourselves but uh let's start with the first one it's very interesting to me they found yet another use for ibm watson yeah this was a surprise to me because i wouldn't have necessarily considered it was good for this but they found a way to apply watson to film editing such that it could build a trailer for a movie. In this case, it was a, a particular movie called Morgan, which is a sort of a sci-fi, sci-fi horror flick. And what it did, it went through and analyzed the movie, the whole the whole movie, and sort of ranked the different scenes and uh, put some mood attributes on the, on certain scenes, and was able to pick out about six minutes of that movie as candidates for the trailer. And it was used by a, a flesh and blood film editor as part of that process and they produce what looks like a very professional looking trailer. I, uh, I watched by... the tra- I watched the trailer. You covered it in your story on top500.org. The yep. trailer looks cool, but the the reason it's linked in as kind of a marketing gimmick here yeah. is that 20th Century Fox, who's the the movie producer, the, went to IBM because the movie Morgan is about a piece of artificial intelligence, where you have this uh, AI human, humanoid. It's not clear what Morgan is. You can look it up on the movie website, whatismorgan.com, but it's some AI experiment where the AI is encapsulated in this girl, this young woman, and there's there's a question of, is it getting out of control or not? And Kate Mara's got to come in and figure it all out as a corporate consultant. But because there's so much AI in the movie, there was the idea to use IBM Watson to use AI to help create the trailer for the movie. Right. And it's, it's a cool gimmick here because they're basically saying, look, AI is a real thing. And so the premise of this movie all of a, quick, all of a sudden becomes a, a little more realistic, even though it's a horror movie and it's obviously science fiction in the sense where this this ai thing is is going nuts and then uh doing all sorts of, of scary things in the movie but the premise is 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 there because there is really ai today and and the type that we have so they they sort of uh did this recursive circle and say we're going to apply ai to this ai movie and produce something that sort of self-markets itself so like we said it's uh if you read the article or basically any of the articles on the web they show this nice trailer that IBM puts together, along with some commentary by some of the people at IBM Research that were involved in the project on how they, they went about this. So it, it is interesting. I guess they uh, they actually trained Watson to look at different types of horror movie trailers to sort of get a sense of what sort of scenes were in that, and then go back and to this particular movie called Morgan, and then model that movie in, in uh in the same sort of way and pick out the same sort of scenes, uh, a mix of scenes with different types of moods in them to be put together. And, uh, you know, like we said, the result is, is quite interesting. 
Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting enough looking movie. I mean, Hollywood has been kind of on this AI kick recently, including a movie called AI, wasn't it, with Haley Joel Osment in it, and there right. have been some other ones too. Uh, that now this is the first one I can think of where it was a, a horror thriller film, and also notable in this case in that the AI is part of some sort of human or humanoid, and we're trying to figure out what this is. Is this a real person or not? So so it's an interesting different take. But in terms of using the AI to create the trailer, you know, here there's a, a little bit of a question in my mind how much of this is really AI or machine learning or, or something else like that. It's not like we gave Watson which in itself is an anthropomorphized version of AI. It's right. not like we gave Watson millions of movie trailers and taught it how to recognize all these emotions and everything. I, there's some of that, but I think the film editor is also still involved here guiding the process along the way. Yeah, there was a film editor that did the final version, but the, Watson did come up with basically six minutes of film, and they did train it, not with a million movies, but basically a hundred, hundred of these horror movies to get that idea. Um but the, the pertinent thing here for the industry is that they were able to reduce the time to make the trailer. Typically, making a trailer is a, is a laborious process. It takes you know a week or, or several weeks to do that. And here, uh, by having Watson go in and sort of tag these different scenes that come up with these candidates, they reduce the whole process to 24 hours, which is useful. So if you're making a movie, it costs money, and to make the trailer costs money, and uh, to have some some piece of technology come in and shorten that process and do it in a, in a much cheaper and more expeditious way is a, is a good thing for them and, and, and saves them time and money. Well, I'll encourage our listeners to at least check out the trailer. Uh, you yeah. can follow the link from top500.org or go find the movie Morgan on IMDb or at whatismorgan.com. Take a look at the trailer. Let us know on Twitter at This Week in HPC what you think of it. And if you go see the movie, which is now just released, you can let us know how the movie is, too. Maybe I'll go try to catch that. But, <laughs> Michael, you make an interesting point about AI, in this case, replacing a lot of the human labor here. And that relates to our other story uh, this week in HPC with Facebook and it using AI. Now, Facebook had been getting criticized for the curation of the trending feature on the Facebook homepage. Those of us, are your listeners who are Facebook users, you visit your page, there's a little section top right called trending that's Here's things that are a buzz, that are social right now, that going viral, people are talking about. And the idea is that you get more people involved in the conversation. Well, there had been humans involved in the curation of that, and Facebook was getting criticized, saying, well, how do we know those people aren't biased in terms of picking out stories and influencing what people should be looking at? And, and then we suffer some kind of Facebook bias. So Facebook, last week, uh, they let go that whole team and changed it over very suddenly and put AI in charge of the, the trending feature. And the interesting thing that's happened is a week into it, it hasn't been going particularly well. I mean, it's it's unbiased in a sense. It picks up things that are viral or trending, but it's had some trouble in terms of some of the things that have been recommending that the humans might not have chosen to put up there. Right. I mean, it, it picked out a few stories, which they highlighted. I mean, one of them, probably the most egregious one, was a, a Megyn Kelly story, works for Fox News, basically put out a false uh, 
story that was trending about her uh, being fired or quitting from Fox News and supporting Hillary Clinton, which wasn't true in the in the least bit. Yeah, the headline was breaking. Fox News exposes traitor Megyn Kelly kicks her out for backing Hillary, all of which was entirely false, but was up on some website. Someone had published a false article that started trending and and then Facebook picked it up and pushed it. Right. And, you know, it was just I mean, the algorithm was was doing its job. It picked something up that that was trending and to to an algorithm, it looked true. I mean, the 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 thing about the human editors, they were able to curate on somewhat different criteria. They were able to look at the publication and if it was a trusted publication, that obviously that was not built into this particular part of the algorithm. But they were able to use some discerning capabilities that the algorithm was not able to do. And that wasn't the only story. There was a couple other stories as well that were as equally as bogus or offensive in some cases as as the Megan Kelly story. And it sort of caught, I guess, the Facebook guys unaware but to me it it shouldn't have i mean the the algorithm is going to pick up things on the internet and things on the internet as we all well know and i'm sure the people at facebook know a lot of it is garbage a lot of it is not true a lot of it is offensive i mean what did what did they think this algorithm was going to do with that information yeah, that's a, that's exactly the problem. Some of the other stories that it started recommending within the last week uh, involved uh, Ann Coulter getting called a particularly hideous name, and it's printing that headline with the profanity in it. Uh, they, there was a, a, a video, an obscene video going viral on Twitter that it was picking up and, and putting into people's feeds. And, and this is all going on Facebook. And, you know, Facebook is normally a friendlier corner of the internet as these things go not that it's entirely without its trolls but you know this is not what facebook is going for in its trending feature now facebook for its part is staying dedicated to the ai and is going to try to train it a little better teach it what things to use and what things not to use but it's a it's a difficult direction uh and you know this isn't the first time this has happened with ai either that microsoft had a a failed experiment with a chatbot it called tay that it would put out there that it was trying to teach to emulate a 19 year old woman uh, on twitter and it it just started picking up garbage that was right. all around the internet it turned into a hideous racist misogynistic uh bile spewing <laughs> it just was not not a good experiment they had to turn it off right i mean it was it was the classic uh case that we've heard in computer science for 50 years garbage in garbage out and i guess every generation of of technologists have to sort of relearn that lesson here and i think that's basically what's going on here i mean the the interesting thing i mean there's a couple interesting things about this one is that the, this uh, piece of AI technology Facebook is using, it, it's not that it's not appropriate in general. It could be appropriate for certain types of websites, let's say. It's not appropriate for Facebook because that's a more mainstream uh, type of operation. It doesn't want to uh, produce inflammatory or aggregate inflammatory stories and put them out there to their, their user base. But for an inflammatory uh user base, this would be fine. I mean, these things are trending. It's actually doing what it's supposed to do in that sense. Maybe you can sell the technology to Reddit. 
or yeah, or Breitbart, or who you know, somebody, <laughs> right. somebody who would really appreciate the technology. But the other interesting part of this to me is, you know, the fact that Facebook actually preemptively got rid of its curators and just replaced it with an AI algorithm. The conventional story in AI today, put out by vendors who are proffering this technology, is that no AI is not going to replace humans. It's just going to augment their capabilities. And, and make them better at their jobs and more productive and all this good stuff. And it's a, it's a nice mom and apple pie story. But in this case, that's not what's going on. They actually got rid of these people and they replaced it with AI or they attempted to. And whether it worked this way or not, the story is it, it's, it's become a zero-sum game in this case. They actually are, are firing people and replacing them with automation. And uh, in a sense... That's not a positive story for AI. In fact, that's a much scarier story than the one we just talked about um, in the IBM Watson story. And certainly the uh, the actual ending here or the, the interim part uh, didn't turn out well for Facebook at all. So uh, there's a whole lot of problems that I see in, in, in what's going on here with Facebook, not, not the least of which is the technology didn't work as expected. Yeah, you're absolutely right that, you know, it's clear from both of these cases that the AI has the potential to take someone's job, right? Someone used yep. to be doing this for, for work, and now we're going to pitch it over to the computer. The other parallel that I think is extremely relevant is that in both cases, well, not the Watson so much, but the movie it's about is a fictionalized account of in a sense, something that's ha you know something on a larger scale of what's happening at Facebook or that happened previously with the Microsoft chatbot, what happens when the AI starts acting in a way that you didn't intend it to act, and then you want to get better control of it and say, no, don't do it that way, do it this way. And here's the thing with that is that you know really at some level, humans are still in charge. You're telling the computer how you want it to behave. You're telling it how you want it to learn. And when it doesn't do it that way, you want to have the ability to, to rein it back in. So in, in a lot of senses, the overarching intelligence is, is really still the human's intelligence. We're trying to delegate a certain amount of the grunt work, look through all of this information and find me stuff that looks like this. But you need someone intelligent who's looking over your shoulder saying, yes, that's good. No, that's not good. Okay, I want to do it this way. So, you know, maybe the jobs you're replacing are the gopher jobs, but you really need human intelligence that's in charge of this whole process somewhere. Yeah, at this point of the technology, you certainly do. I, I would disagree with you in, in one sense. I mean, for the cases like this, it's sort of obvious when something's going astray. But for certain types of AI where it's, it's delving a little deeper and, and deriving information that is not so easily verifiable, the technology could be giving you bogus information and it wouldn't necessarily be apparent to anybody. Right. And in that's, that sense, that's the fear. That sense, and especially as the technology becomes more sophisticated and does a, a, a more sort of granular job of collecting and disseminating uh, this information, I think it's going to be harder and harder to tell what the biases are of, of the algorithm, and, and it's going to be harder for humans to determine if it's even going on. The technology is not at that state now, especially for, for this type of uh, – for this type of application, but it, it's sort of easy to project and see that at some point, we're not really going to know if the AI is doing exactly what we want it to do and giving us the information that it really should be giving us. And that's sort of the real danger here, not that the AI is going to you know, 
take over the world or be doing evil things. It's going to be a little more subtle than that, I think. And I, I think you can sort of see the beginnings of that in a, in a story like this. Yep. And uh, we're going to let AI pick out our topics for our next podcast <laughs> and uh, the, the taglines. But you and I will still be in charge of a lot of the content when we get it going. We won't let the AI take over the whole podcast just yet. Yeah, we won't let it uh, uh, sound like us either. So we'll we'll still be there in the, in the <laughs> flesh and blood and uh, we'll, we'll still be controlling your uh, your signal. <laughs> All right. Well, that does wrap us up for another week this week in HPC. Thanks a lot, Michael. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to This Week in HPC. You've been listening to This Week in HPC, brought to you by Intersect 360 Research, actionable market intelligence for high-performance computing. For more information, visit intersect360.com.